Hello and welcome to this special edition of Podcast Me Anything. I'm Matthew Passy, and on the show today we are going to be broadcasting some more amazing content that we collected while at PodFest 2019. I know it's a couple of weeks out, but I still want to share with you all that great content that we were able to get while we were there. So speaking of great content, uh, the day that I flew into PodFest was the same day that Infinite Dial 2019 was released. This is the big digital audio consumption report. Talks a lot about podcasting. And so while at PodFest, I ran into Evo Terra of Podcast Pontifications, and we sat down and chatted about the results. And uh, without further ado, let's get right into it. Here's Evo Terra. We are here at PodFest 2019, Podcast Me Anything, chatting with Evo Terra of Podcast Pontifications. Evo, thank you so much for stopping by. Hey, you are welcome. Thank you very much for having me on the program. I appreciate it. So, obviously the platform is we do AMAs about podcasting. Normally the guests are asking us, but today, I was on a flight yesterday Yeah. Uh, during Infinite Dial, one of right. my favorite days of the year for the yeah. podcasting space. I saw the headlines, it's looking good for the podcasting space, but... You were paying attention to it live. What did you uh, What you think? Well, like you, I wasn't paying attention live. I was also on a plane yesterday. Oh. However, I got a copy of it. Ah. So I land, get a copy of it, and I'm furiously going through the slides to find out what I have to change about my presentation come giving tomorrow here at PodFest. So, yeah. So I what have, were some of the big changes I that you saw? So kind of cool things happening in the podcasting space. So I'm going to talk social media first, then okay. I'll talk about... Uh, Online audio, in-car audio, and then we'll talk about podcasting later, right? Okay. But I think there's some cool stuff that's happened in the social media space. So I think the biggest shakeup has to do with brand awareness. You know, they're asking people on this dial, have you ever heard of this brand? You know, and then people say yes or no. And they're asking, I think it's surveyed 1,200 people in the U.S., I think is what, the, what they do. So for the first time ever, LinkedIn, this is crazy, LinkedIn, you know, there's something that's been around for forever, has actually gained enough share of mind to beat Twitter. More people said, yes, I know what LinkedIn is, than said, yes, I know what Twitter is. I can understand that yeah. only because I think Twitter is you know, is getting a reputation of becoming a little bit of a cesspool. Like, right. There is not a ton of, for lack of a better phrasing, Russian trolls on LinkedIn. <laughs> you know, like, yes, right. there, are, there are job trolls and right. other types of trolls, but right. LinkedIn is... Um, I can see that. I yeah. can understand that. Yeah, I was really impressed by that number. And, of course, you know, Facebook is declining, Twitter's declining, but for but LinkedIn has climbed up. It's yeah. kind of great. So, yeah, that's interesting. And most of my customers are all businesses, so I needed to look at a social media that they care about. Well, and I love that LinkedIn also just announced that they're going to be doing live video. I think I'm that so is going excited. to be huge. I saw you're going to be, yeah. you're going to have a big presence there. I, I, I'm, I'm going to I'll dump Facebook Live in a moment to go over <laughs> there. Yeah, that's, that's what I'll do. Um, smart speakers. Yeah. You, you know, question. You, do you own a smart speaker? I own an Alexa, and I am sorry if I just set somebody's <laughs> off, and I own a Google Home, and mostly I own them to test out my client stuff. I don't really use them on a regular basis, but yeah, I have so, them. So I like you. I, I have both Alexa and I have, I have the HomePod. So now cool thing is uh, now a quarter of the population own a smart speaker. Yep. So 25%, I think, is a number, or 24, something like that. That's, and clearly cool. Alexa's winning. Yes. Follow Google Home is uh, in second place, but all the Apple stuff, the HomePod, whatever that thing is called, is way down the bottom. Yeah, yeah that's not a very impressive product. I mean, Siri in general just doesn't have the same... It's just not nearly as no, effective as the good. other two. Now, here's what I found most fascinating about the smart speaker thing. Um, they ask people, how many do you own? And the, the biggest answer you can give is three or more, 25% of the people who own a smart speaker own three or more 
I smart can see speaker. that too. How many do you own? Other than you have an Alexa and you have a Google. Is that it? You only have those two devices? I just, right, I have one of each. Ah. But I can understand that if you figure out the convenience of using a smart speaker uh-huh. and then you start to do it in your kitchen, you're like, oh, great, it's in the kitchen. Now I'm upstairs. I need one up there. So I can easily see why if you get one, you get a lot of them. Yeah. Again, because I don't really use it. I, yeah. I test stuff. Yeah. I'm sure at some point we'll start to, and I have to pick out which one's going to win in my house, but... At some point, one's yep. going to take over the household. So I have four Google devices and uh, three Alexa devices. And is there a reason why you have one more of one or the other? Is there one that you prefer over the other? I had originally went down the Alexa road and wanted to try the Google HomePod, and there was a deal at Best Buy. For $99, you would get the HomePod, right, the, the, screen. The, the big screen thing, yep. uh, and two minis. Oh, for $99. That's a good deal. And I, I already had one little mini, so now most of my house now is on is on Google Home. And, uh, yeah, that number is now, again, 25% of people have figured out that it's convenient to have whatever it is playing in every single room of your house. I have a two-bedroom condo, and I have all of these devices in it, all in different rooms, and it works great. All the more reason why you have to be sure that your podcast is on Google Podcasts yeah. and on TuneIn, because that gets yeah. in Alexa, or... If you're savvy enough to develop your own skill. Yeah, which is a pain in the butt still. But yeah, TuneIn's got it now. I think iHeart just announced they're over there. So chances are, for the people who want to listen to their stuff on a, on a smart speaker, and I, and I still don't. I still say that most of the podcast consumption probably won't happen. Well, it won't happen on a single device, but as it is available to travel room to room with you, actually, it's just playing on all right. rooms, right? Because when I say, you know, hey, Google, play Soul Coughing on Full House, and it, it doesn't play the theme By the, the way, how many music. Googles just started playing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're welcome for the Soul Coughing songs, right? That's my, that's my thinking and writing music. But yeah, when, it, when you put it in your house that way, when you configure every room to have a smart speaker, that's when things really change. It's a pretty cool thing. Right. So I'm loving, I'm loving what smart speakers actually doing. Here's a really interesting little uh, tidbit from my former life, audiobook consumption has been flat for years. Flat for years. At about 44% of the people say, yes, I listen to audiobooks. That jumped up to 50% now. I wonder if part of the jump there is more people familiar with podcasting now, basically just replacing music and other content with more spoken word content. That's exactly what I think has happened. That's exactly what it is. People are saying there, this, there is more stuff out there, but a lot of these podcasty things suck because Sturgeon's Law applies, but they can go to find audiobooks, which are typically better produced, and yeah, well, new, and also, new type of content. And also, I think, I mean, don't get me wrong, audiobooks have been around for a long time. Certainly, yeah. Tapes and CDs, yeah. but I think the car manufacturers paying attention to the podcast has probably made it easier for you to access your audiobooks. Yeah. In the vehicle. Right, right. And speaking of car, that's the next big thing. So These numbers always surprise me. I know. Pod- I expect them to be bigger. <laughs> well, and, and that's a weird And I've got to remember also, these are surveys. These are what people think right. that they do. And we know that the that's... The small population that they're serving. Yeah, and they're probably lying about a lot of things that they do. Anyhow, so uh, podcasting in car has grown and has now reached parity with online radio. Okay. Which is interesting, right? So now podcasting is every bit as li- every bit as likely to do a podcast as an online radio. Now, honestly, I kind of think a lot of people don't know the difference between That's the true. two. The line is kind of blurred. I on never there. got into the online radio stuff. I just skipped that entire. That's how I got started. Pre pre podcasting, I was doing online radio, so it was okay. a, it was a snap to go to podcasting. It's like, oh, we have everything already done. All I got to do is figure out an enclosure tag. It was pretty easy. So, 
So anyway, yeah, that's a 26% of the people say that they either listen to podcasts and or listen to online radio in the car. Okay. All right, let's just let's dig into podcasting. So awareness shot from 64% to 70. Great. So now we can say 70% of the people in America no are aware of the term podcast. I have heard of this thing that is called podcast. Even if they still don't know how to access them? Right, but that's cool. 51%. Have, have said they have podcast. listened to a podcast at least once in their life. So now over half the population. So that's so, cool. So now you have no excuse. Now you have literally <laughs> no excuse to do that one, right? But it's the individual breakdowns of the demographics which gets interesting to me. So, you know, they break it down into age groups, right? So we have 12 to 24-year-olds, so which is like, you know, there's the kids, right? So the, the youngest generation coming up right now. That was 30% last time that came out who listened to podcasts at least once. Now 40%. I believe that. Which is great. One, fantastic. there's more kid-centric content out there. Yeah. Yeah. Two, I'm finding even more educational schools. My right. niece, a lot of them are using podcasts as a way to educate and even show kids how to podcast, which is amazing. Yeah, there's a lot more just teaching kids about the mechanics. Like, it's like 2004 all over again, but in middle schools, yes. which is great. So we're giving a lot of exposure there. Uh, 25 to 54, the arguably the most important demo, if you will. It's a big right. one, right? Um, the money demo. 32% was what it was, up to 39%. Okay. That's great. That's great. Right now, direction. Here's what's weird. 55%. 50, I'm sorry, 55 plus. So seniors was 13%, now 17%. So even seniors are listening to podcasts more. That's good. I think there is more content being created for that demographic. Also, it is getting a little bit easier to access podcasts. Yep. Right. So. Um, that's good. I also think there's some attrition that's happening on the upper end of the senior scale, as well so as the, some new people. So the 52, 53-year-olds are now... Well, those are yeah, those are now 55, so that's that's new people coming in. But attrition on the scale of uh, it's plus until there's no more aging, right? Until you die. I <laughs> so, see. Okay. So. Right. <laughs> right. So you are constantly... It should always shift <laughs> in that particular direction over time. I get that one. So, uh, yeah. Here's what's weird, though. When they, when they went down and started looking at Spotify listeners who also listen to podcasts so that's very specific yeah yeah spotify listeners like 12 to 24 year olds a lot of spotify's audience 12 24 year olds um 32 percent in 2017 said that they listen to podcasts now 52 percent yeah and holy cow i mean there's a lot of good reasons for that one obviously spotify has made a very aggressive push to promote podcasting if and you think 385 million dollars is aggressive matthew sure well, <laughs> and that's not even that's outside the acquisitions i mean they've yeah. been putting up banners and advertisements right. for podcasts they have and one of the reasons why is because for them it's cheaper for it's, them it's if free. you listen to podcasts <laughs> over music exactly. right? it costs them nothing less yeah um but no i mean that's it's a very encouraging trend and everybody should be it's one reason why not only should you make sure that you are on Spotify, but you know you shouldn't be detracted or think that we're in some sort of bubble. Like, right. There is still some excellent growth happening in the space. I think so, too. And, and that's going to continue to grow because the podcast listening experience on Spotify is terrible. It's like the only one that's worse than Apple Podcast. It's just not good right now. And yeah. they know that. They know that. It's designed around music and building playlists. We know they're going to come up with something really cool, I think, that's going to make it a whole lot better experience. Uh, the last bit of I think they should just acquire yeah. Overcast. Oh, I don't think Marco would sell it to him. I'm sure he wouldn't. I mean, there's not. I mean, there's. If nobody, I don't think anybody does it better. Uh, well, there you go. All right, so yeah, <laughs> prop, props to him on it. Maybe you'll get a, <laughs> a special bonus on that. <laughs> so, so last bit. Um, 
weekly listeners, people who say, I listen to podcasts weekly, people like you and me, yes. right? And everybody here at PodFest and the people that we talk around. Now, of course, we listen to it a lot more than weekly, but that's where we need to get. We need to get to the world where everybody's listening weekly, is I think the brass ring that we're looking for. That number went from 17% in 2017 to 22% now, which is great. I mean, 78% of the people still aren't listening weekly, so we got room to grow. But I'll take five basis points change from 17 to 22% of yeah. weekly listeners. That's I mean, good to me. Right, again, it's moving in the right direction. Right. Um, yeah, I'd like to see that number go up. It'd also be good to see more people who are putting out weekly content. I think you've had an influx of yeah. what I recently called the anchor babies, You know, yeah. people who are just able to put out content on their phones super easy, not frequently or too frequently. Yeah. But it's, you know... It's if you find the right show, or better yet, if you find the right five to seven shows, and I sure. think now what is it seven? Seven average is the podcast average. User, right? You have your commutes in and out. You have a show each day a week, right? To occupy yourself. And for me, I mean, I'm listening every day, but I'm listening to the daily ones now. Sure, yeah. So that's going to reduce the number of total podcasts I'm listening right. to, but I'm listening every day. So. Yeah, I can see that number growing and doing even better, especially yeah. if it becomes a part of your routine. Yeah, I, I, I think it's definitely going to change, and I think quality of content is going to help, obviously, bring more people into the fold as they listen to more, as they discover more great content. And you're spot on with the whole Anchor thing. Uh, you know, I, I love Anchor for what they did, but as I'm going to be talking about in my presentation tomorrow at 3 o'clock, which totally come, I'll give you a little <laughs> spoiler event here, or spoiler of this one. I think that while Anchor made podcasting easier, they didn't make it better. I would and I and I think I think it's incumbent upon all these technology providers that we're here with today to understand that their job is should not just be to only make it easier they should be charged to make it better and those are two very different things and I think they all could do it if they wanted to I think that's an excellent and really insightful place for us to stop we've been chatting with Evo Terry he does a show four days a week yeah Monday through Thursday it's if, it, if you're on Facebook Live, catch him now before he moves over to LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, podcast modifications. Evo, this is fantastic. Thank you for stopping by Podcast Me Anything. Thanks, Matthew. Appreciate it, buddy. So, Evo Terra there on the Infinite Dial Report 2019. A couple of uh, big highlights. Obviously, the smart speaker is a big piece of all this. If your show is not accessible through a smart speaker, either learn to program your own Alexa skill or... Uh, if you are in tune and that should get you there, but you know, go ahead and check. If you don't have one, get one, ask somebody who has one, if they can access your show very easily, if not, make sure you are able to get yourself set up so that people who have smart speakers can use you. Uh, the other big piece I think was the fact that, you know, it is getting easier to podcast. I mean, we are getting more platforms that have lowered the barrier entry, lowered the technical requirements. It doesn't mean it's getting better as we started to talk about at the end there. You know, having having anybody being able to podcast is nice. It's part of what makes this medium so great, so satisfying is that anybody can get out there and create a show and get their messaging out there. Uh, but the problem is now anybody can do it. And so we're seeing a lot of influx of things that Probably aren't that healthy for the space, but um, the overwhelming thought, I think, amongst the community is that more people who are aware of podcasting, more people who check out the platform, more people who can find good shows will just simply grow the audience for podcast consumption. All right. Well, that, like I said, it, this is a quick one this morning. Didn't want to uh, spend too much time. I've been 
sitting on that content. I, I thought I was going to put it out last week, and then some things got caught up. And I tried to do this as a live stream on Get Vocal, and for some reason that did not work. So uh, hopefully we will get that all figured out. Tomorrow night, Thursday night, uh, we are talking about March 28th, 10 p.m. Tom and I will be back. We'll do a live podcast, me anything, hopefully on the platform. Uh, and so you'll be able to check all that out. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll take we'll play some clips. We'll answer your questions and we'll go from there. That's it for this time. This has been Podcast Me Anything. Subscribe, learn more, do all the things that we would want you to do at podcastmeanything.com. And we will see you next time on Podcast Me Anything. <laughs>